My friends, today we celebrate the solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, body and soul, into heaven. Pope Pius XII, in proclaiming this day, says, and you can read it in the front of the Mass booklet, We pronounce, declare, and define it to be divinely revealed dogma that the Immaculate Mother of God, the Ever-Virgin Mary, having completed the course of her earthly life, was assumed body and soul into heavenly glory. That's what we celebrate today. Upon completing the course of her earthly life, the Blessed Virgin Mary was assumed body and soul into heaven without any stain of corruption, without any corruption of death affecting her. Mary, who never sinned and was not affected with original sin, did not have to suffer the penalty of sin, namely the corruption of death. Today's feast, the Assumption, is really the fitting conclusion to the other major Marian Holy Day of Obligation we celebrate, the Immaculate Conception. Today's the conclusion of that grace. So at the Immaculate Conception, we celebrate that Mary was preserved from all stain of sin from the moment of her conception in view of the merits of her son, Jesus Christ, and in order to be the worthy mother of the Messiah. And today, that God at the end of Mary's life assumed her body and soul into heaven shows that our God is not just interested in us for some practical use, right? What was the use of Mary, if you permit the term? It'd be to be the mother of our Lord. And when all that was completed, Mary outlived her son, many would think that a lesser God would say she served her purpose, we did what we needed to do, and now we leave her by the side. But no, our God is not interested in us just for some practical purpose, moving us around the board like chess pieces. No, our God keeps his promises because he loves us. God loves us. God loves Mary. And so as a result, nothing practical about her assumption for the course of salvation, but rather it's the fact that God keeps his promises. He sees things through to the end, to their fitting completion, not just for practical purposes, but rather all for the glory of his name and as a manifestation of his love. Today's solemnity of the assumption is the fitting conclusion to those graces that God gave to our Blessed Mother at the very moment of her conception. The assumption and the reality of Mary not being affected by the corruption of death stems from the enmity which God promised even to Eve. Right when Eve and Adam sinned, God's promise is, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. This hatred, almost, between the serpent and the woman. That total opposition. They are on polar ends. No corruption of sin and death could touch the Blessed Virgin Mary because of her total separation and her being a real enemy of the evil one and the sins that he induces and the pains of those sins which we all experience in death. Mary is at enmity with that. No corruption would touch her, who is the enemy of the evil one, who is the enemy of sin, who is the enemy of the corruption of sin. No stain of sin or death could touch our blessed mother. And so today, 
the feast that we celebrate of the Assumption stems from that total opposition between Mary and the evil of sin and death. In a very sad but very timely way, it's fitting today that we celebrate the Assumption and the reality of this opposition between Mary and all forms of corruption and evil. We read absolutely in the news today, and we've been reading for the last months or so, about so much of the corruption and the evil uh, that's been perpetrated by ministers of our Lord Jesus Christ in the priesthood and the episcopacy. And today, what can you do in the face of such corruption? What could you do when you don't know where to turn and who to trust? The one person we can 100% turn to and trust is the one who is at enmity with corruption and sin and death. And that is the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's not an overly pietistic way to look at this. It's not an overly pietistic way to um, ignore tragedy and scandal or to just explain it away with prayer. But rather, it's a spiritual reality. Who can we turn to when you don't know who to trust anymore? When you don't know how deep a corruption could go or who's affected by it, who do we turn to? Our Lady, who by a singular grace of our Lord suffered no corruption of sin or death. We turn to the Blessed Virgin Mary today as Catholics in the United States of America going through a very particular and a very distressing trial of the revealing of the crimes of so many which need to be brought to the light. But in seeing that corruption and sin, what can we do? In the face of such evil, what do we do? What can our response be? We go right to the Blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, the mother of the church, the one that we know is untouchable, the one that we know suffers no corruption. We ask her to guide us, to pray for us, to intercede for us with her son. It's very fitting, my friends, today, this day that we celebrate, that we rightly celebrate, and Catholics throughout the world attend Mass today, turning to Our Lady, our uncorrupt mother, asking her to pray for her church, the church of which she is the mother, in a very particular way today.